Tunicorns, I missed you guys. I missed you dearly. Welcome back to Tiffany Tune Up Podcast in which, you know, you know, guys, I am currently bringing you another podcast via my car um, because guess where I am? <clears throat> I won't make you guess. I'll just tell you for the sake of time. Um, I'm at the laundromat and you can guess why, because I'm tired of having laundry wars with my neighbors. I'm tired of it being a, I have to jump up at the crack of dawn on a Sunday, which is normally, generally the only day I have time to do laundry unless I somehow, some way have a free day during the week. And most times I do not like most people. Um, <laughs> so, you know, um, when I moved to the current apartment I'm in, it was kind of post haste. Like I had to kind of get out of the situation I was in. And pretty quickly, like the my old landlord, you know, maybe I'll talk about that story one day. Um, she basically really didn't give me a lot of time to move. And so I literally had mere weeks to find somewhere to go. Um, well, I'll say maybe a month or so. Uh, and so the place I'm in, although I love different things about it, I have been used to having in-unit laundry for the past, like, seven years um, between the different places that I lived every place I lived had laundry inside the home and so this has very been been very stressful for your girl so pray for me that the next place that I live will be um, in unit because I cannot I didn't really plan on leaving the house maybe once today but not in general not to do laundry um, but here I am Sitting in the parking lot talking to my tuna corns because, you know, I'm, what I'm trying to learn how to do is when things don't go in my favor or what I think is in my favor, I try to turn it into a positive or I try to make the most of the situation. Um, and so I decided, well, while my things are taking an hour to dry, I can do this podcast in an hour, hopefully, um, and get you guys caught up on the Weekend Rewind um, discuss some things and, um, you know, have my chat with my tuna corn. So, uh, it is Sunday, uh, as aforementioned <laughs> and, um, let's see, Friday worked a lot. Um, actually been training a newbie, uh, at the job and, you know, it's funny because we really are a lot alike. And so it's like crazy. Like the more I get to know her, the more we talk the more things we have in common, like, even down to us both being allergic to shellfish, like, her sense of humor is crazy as hell, just like me, and it's been a pleasure training her, um, honestly, so that was cool, I got to train her for the past two weeks, um, and Friday was her last day, so yeah, I'm very proud of her, she retains well, retention is amazing, um, you know, I think she'll be fine. I warned her of all the dangers and all the people who she needs to watch out for, I think I trained her um, to the best of my ability on her job duty, so I'm not worried about her. I think she'll be fine. Um, and so that's how my week kind of went last week or the past two weeks as far as work uh, is concerned. So <clears throat> did some overtime um, at a different department, um, and that was okay. And so wound up getting to run into one of my work booths who they separated me from. She works in a different division. And so she happened to be there on Friday. I got to catch up with her. Um, and that was fun. And then, uh, wound up coming home 
and really eating dinner and passing out nothing exciting about Friday for real it was just really um ho-hum <laughs> and I was tired so I was definitely asleep by like nine ish Saturday <clears throat> you know y'all I just woke up and really oh my gosh I just didn't have the will to do much and one thing I one of my friends I really appreciate I appreciate all my friends but at different points I have to give knots to different friends so Lucretia <clears throat> or Cree as I affectionately call her and y'all know um, from the Work Wives Matter Weeks Don't episode of Tiffany Tuna. Um, you know, I don't know if she's been here before. Now, I'm not saying she's perfect or has all the answers, but when it comes to our friendship, one thing I do love is talking to her about things that may otherwise have me all over the place. And she always gives me perspective that I don't think of, like perspective that... I probably should be thinking of and um, not jump all the way to the extreme of it all. Um, She always finds a way to make me have um, arbitrary thought with myself or like, you know, make maybe a little better decision or, you know, just think about the decision or the, the thoughts that are in my head in a different way. And it's usually always sound and I really appreciate her for that. So Cree, thank you, girl. Um, (laughs) that being said um I was saying like trying to decide or figure out if I was just depressed yesterday or like I didn't maybe all week because I've been so busy um with work and you know the EP which I'll catch y'all up on in a minute um maybe my body was like yay we have time to be depressed today like we're gonna just sit here in that um but then Cree was like well maybe it's that but also maybe it's you know usually during the week you have a set schedule your your body is on a set schedule you're on a timer um and you really can't you don't have time to really kind of lull in your thoughts or in anything or be tired or be whatever like you have to continue to function you know if you're a person that you know has responsibilities and bills and things like that so your body I mean you know you there are certain things you have to do at certain times and that's not up for debate so when you do get a free moment I think your mind is like hey guess what we don't have anything to do today and we're not going to do anything at all today (laughs) and so I think that's kind of what happened Um, And I just really couldn't move. I just was stuck. I was just migrating from couch to bed, couch to bed. Um, Really did literally nothing to the point where I didn't even eat. Um, Y'all, grocery shopping, you know, y'all know I hate grocery shopping. I'm pretty sure I've said this multiple times on a podcast. And grocery shopping for me, it's a task. And then when you're single, you don't really have to. Um... Technically, people be like, oh, you save more money when you buy groceries. Let me tell you how my life is. Sometimes I don't because I'm so busy. I don't get to cook the things I buy unless I do a lot of meal prep, which I don't generally have time for meal prep. Um, so uh, to me, I'm one of those people that kind of it, it, it could work either way. I could buy groceries and it benefit me and save money from my eating out all the time. Um, but if I don't cook those groceries, they go to waste and I've wasted money. So there's a catch 22 in it all. Um, so to me, it kind of balances out, (laughs) um, you know, as far as spending money on going out to eat versus groceries, um, really don't, you know, 
see the benefit sometimes when I'm not able to get to the things because I like fresh produce I like things like that I don't really do a lot of frozen things or fast food type of things so all the things that I buy go bad very quickly um, because I can't get to them the way I want to so there's that it's kind of depressing a little bit um so laid there all day ate nothing um then was like well let me hit up my homegirl T um who I went to NOLA with and y'all can (laughs) hear about our adventures uh, on that podcast uh, episode if you didn't catch up on the nola baby episode y'all that man nola was crazy i miss it i need to go back asap rocky nola was so good to me lost wallet and all it was so good to me in either way i had a great time so um t hit her up and um was i look hungry as hell y'all um let's get out and um i was me trying to release myself from my home because I was gonna have to leave to get food anyway y'all so luckily T was down and first let me just go ahead and give her a big ass congratulations because she just received her personal training certification and she is very passionate about Um, fitness and health and I'm very proud of her because she was talking that talk and she definitely was also walking the walk like as she was talking it Um, when we used to work together at the old doom and gloom and she put it into motion and now she has her certification and she just got her first gig as a personal trainer so I'm super super proud of you T cannot wait to train with you because I need help and I know you're not gonna be easy on me like I know even though we friends I know you're gonna give me the one too so um I'm excited uh for you because now I can use you in a way that benefits both of us in this friendship and you'll get paid for it so life is great <laughs> so me and t went to uh queens bar which they got some bomb ass sliders y'all like little sandwiches sliders or whatever um food is decent for bar food or whatever and um yeah i um we had a good time it's funny because queens is black owned establishment however um apparently there are times in which people of non-color feel safe being at queens or enjoy being at queens i don't know because then there was a time where all of a sudden it was very black i just assume queens is always very black i know there are certain nights where it's more black than others but we got there y'all at like 7 30 ish and when we got there we were the minority it was like maybe two or three of us in the whole building and it was packed queens get packed y'all so like don't be off put you might be able to find a little spot in the corner at the bar but queens be packed all the time but around nine o'clock y'all like just literally like a snap of a finger we looked up and then people of non-color were the minority so i don't know if it's like okay this is our time to be here and then after nine we're leaving and then people of color come in like i don't know what was going on but t pointed that out to me and i thought it was funny as hell um but anyway we got to catch up it was cool uh we kicked the bubbles and shit and um y'all was home by like 10 30 11 o'clock um and that was cool and i was in the house and i was out of that thing y'all i'm old i'm an old lady i had one drink okay one and was like well, we're done here i think it was more the food that put me out than the drinks did um but that was that so here we are Sunday again nothing really eventful popping off uh my little brother graduates today um 
I will not be in attendance just because it's a kind of a far drive. It's like a three hour drive. And um, between going up there, staying for the graduation, coming back and me having to be at work so early. And I know they're going to do celebratory dinner and all of that type of stuff. First of all, you know, sometimes you got to pick and choose your battles. I love you, little brother. Congrats and all that. Um, You know, I don't really feel a way about not going only because I've been to like three of his graduations. So this is not his first rodeo high school graduation when he got his associates, when he got his bachelor's. I've been to all of those. So um, not really feeling no way at all. Definitely will send him a cash app. I'm sure he'll be appreciative of that. And um, we'll be good. No love lost. And we can always go out for drinks or whatever later um, in the week. And so um, shout out to my little brother X um, on his accomplishments. Uh, shout out to my nail tech homegirl uh, T. Um, well, we can't call everybody T. So Tanisha <laughs> TK, um, who is uh, who graduated yesterday. Um, the fine lady of the AKA sorority. So shout out to you, baby girl. Um, you're doing big things. She's so young, y'all, and so freaking gifted. Like the girl can sing. The girl got degrees. The girl do nails. The girl is fine. Let's be very clear. Fine as wine. Okay. And so I'm proud of you, T. Uh, TK, do your thing, girl. Um, shout out to my homegirl, Terry Garnett. Garnett, um, just, uh, Entered into the fine ladies of the Delta um, sorority, and I'm very proud of you, honey buns. Um, you look so beautiful and so happy. Um, keep doing your thing, mama. Shine, shine, shine. And um, y'all support Terry's cakes, y'all. Them cakes, them cupcakes, everything about it's Detroit based. Um, they do ship. So do not, if you ain't a Detroiter, if you listen to my podcast, you ain't from here, they do ship. So you need to go to Terry Cakes. You can Google them for the details on how to get all your things i'm so proud of my friends i'm just shouting them all the way out like <laughs> y'all doing the biggest of things um wow i'm very very proud of my my friends right now y'all going up on a tuesday and all the days beyond so if i missed anybody you know we talk in casual conversation next week you'll be up for me congratulating you on all the things that you are accomplishing and i love y'all i'm very proud um, so there's that update on the EP, y'all. Y'all, uh, it looks like I may have to, I may have to sing on this EP, which y'all know I'm very adamant against. I really don't want to. I very much just want to be the writer and I do not want to be the artist, but dealing with multiple people. Yeah, like technically I can find one girl and one guy to render all the songs, but I don't know. I just had a vision and my vision was that because it's only a four or five song EP, I definitely didn't think it would be hard to find four or five people. Given my background, um, given my performing arts background, my whole timeline, my whole social media, my whole life is full of people who can sing. And so... Um, that was never a second thought. I know multiple people who can blow and I could ask to be on the EP and I have. And unfortunately, like I'm finding myself having to cut people or like people who I was considering never got back to me. And I understand like people are not going to be as invested 
in your journey or your project as you are, even when you explain to them how excited you are or what this project means to you or what you're trying to accomplish, even though they're getting paid, like nobody's doing anything for free um, unless we're doing like a bartering where, you know, you sing on my project, I write on yours type of thing. Um, but nobody's um, nobody's not getting paid. And so um, there are a couple of people who unfortunately I'm going to have to cancel and I'm kind of hurt a little bit, but I'm trying not to be because, um, you know, I really love their voice and I think they have amazing voices and I didn't want to have to cancel. But um, I'm on a deadline and I, I would like the EP to be done by August um, so that it, it would be a birthday gift to me by September. And then I can move on to the next phase of my life um, concerning uh, the EP, and so I've had a uh, couple people cancel, um, you know, video chats, and like me, I feel like I'm not being unreasonable, y'all. I know that people can't always physically meet between driving time and that type of thing. People got kids, people got lives, so do I, though, and time is money, especially concerning this EP, and so, <sighs> y'all, I might reach out to one or two other people, but at the end of the day, I am, um, I might have to sing on it and I guess I have to be okay with that. Um, yeah, so that's the update and I will definitely continue to keep y'all posted. I have meetings coming up with, uh, keyboardist extraordinaire Jay Dixon and, um, I'm excited about that. Ooh, cause the man can play the keys, y'all. It's always exciting to be in a room with talent like his, and so looking forward to that, and just trying to prepare myself for the work week. So that being said, y'all, you know, I decided that I would like to talk about today one Sierra's husband, Russell Wilson. You know. I've been trying to find the appropriate time to talk about him, and every time I don't talk about him on a podcast he does something in the media that makes me want to talk about him even more and so Russell Wilson you know it's just always refreshing to see any sister of mine which Sierra you know by blood by uh, African-American heritage is a sister of mine you know leave a toxic thing leave a man who didn't appreciate her um leave a man who makes songs saying if she catch me cheating i'll never tell her sorry um leave a man who gets extended uh invitation to be on the black panther song track and is on one of the best songs on the soundtrack and he decides when his verse comes in the only thing he has to contribute to the song is la di da di da slap on me knob check something something whatever else he said after that i checked out like every time i hear that song i get so mad because i love that song and it's such a good song and you want to come in with la di da di da slap on me knob future who <laughs> so like every time I try to listen to that song I think it's King's Dead that's the one on the soundtrack the Black Panther soundtrack every time it comes on I have to like turn his part off and I'm glad that it's like toward the end of the song but it makes me mad or like skip through it because why why did you think that was a lyric that was amazing is not like you couldn't come up with nothing else 
was you high? Probably. But the point is, it's great to see one Sierra, you know, and of course, we don't know all the details and we're not behind the scenes with people. But from what we are shown, from, you know, what her and Russell Wilson let us see, he loves his family, including future son who he has, you know, taken to be his own or, you know, taken to, um, yeah, he loves that little boy. Like, he says, like, my son, future. So it's not like he feels, you know, any type of way. Like, he is excited and loves him just as much as the children that he and Sierra have produced together. And so, um, one, you know, Russell Wilson, um, first thing he did that really made me smile or made my heart smile, it was he bought Sierra's masters for her. I think it was a Christmas present or her birthday or something. He bought her masters for her. Um, from the record label says that she could be so honored. And if any people, any of my listeners are music people, you understand how important it is to own your masters. Um, as far as receiving, um, royalties and as far as, um, liability it's a lot of things that go along with owning your masters but it's always great too which is why prince was you know in the process or why ray charles um fought to own his masters and michael jackson like y'all is power in owning masters so if you don't know um definitely look that up and um read for yourselves why it's important um to own your masters um so he did that for her as a gift and i was like wow what a guy that's amazing um for him to think of her in that way and do that for her um and so that was the first thing i was like cool then the second thing that most recent in the headlines um because he's always doing stuff for her they're always making cute little corny videos they just look happy and i'm i'm glad about that both of them though because i keep saying sierra but obviously russell feels like he has found a good thing as well like he treats her well she's glowing he's glowing and so it's a two-way street it's not like she just hit the come up alone like he i feel like he feel like he feels like he's found something special in Sierra too which is always important it needs to be a two-way street for sure um so the second thing that garnered my attention was (laughs) which Russell never speaks on future as petty as future has been about the whole situation keeps getting in the media talking about Russell and oh he's a yes man and he does whatever Sierra says the only clapback I saw him do was like a short little video he said something like yes I love Sierra and yes oh like reasons why I love her and then the very last thing he said was and yes I'll do whatever you say and that had me in tears because he knew it's like he was looking in the camera and looking directly into future soul saying it and I was cracking up like that's how you do it don't be petty with future just you know say your piece and we're gonna move on and I love it love it very much um And so what he did was he's basically like urging Sierra to take him off child support. And as a woman, although I don't have children, I understand the principle behind her having him on child support. Although technically without Russell, she doesn't need his money Um, for now. Anyway, I'm not sure what she's doing, um, you know, musically wise. Um, I know she had a project. I'm not sure how well it did, but I don't know what her business ventures are. She could have a lot of other things going on that we don't know about. Um, But 
urging so as a woman I understand her being like okay we made this child together whether I'm with a, a millionaire or not whether I'm with the athlete or not whether I'm not with anybody and by myself and I make as much or you know more money than you are we're in the same industry you still need to pay your child support like I did not make this child alone and you need to pay your dues and so I understand it from that standpoint but then reading about how much it is and how consistent he inconsistent he is in paying it I think it's like two thousand dollars a month because he has multiple children all over the place so it's not even that much and so I just read an article about Russell basically <laughs> this is the first clapback I've ever seen him do against Future and I guess he's getting wore out and tired of his antics which I do not blame him and he just basically was like yeah um my wife really and my children I hate to see them stress about y'all he said and I quote such a minuscule amount of money Mm-hmm. Assuming, uh, uh, assuming future knows what minuscule means. Oh man, I know he's just over there, just the bitterest baby daddy. He's so bitter, and he's always so concerned about Sierra. And you have multiple baby mamas. You should be and could be concerned about. She's not your only baby's mother, so you should find the time to be concerned about all of them in the same way. But when Russell said a minuscule amount of money. Man, that really took me out. I really lost my breath for at least seven minutes. And um, <laughs> I just I just was like, yes, yes. Like, this is what I'm talking about. Technically, e- again, even without Russell, she don't need that $2,000. She don't need that $2,000. And I get the principle behind it, but he is absolutely right. If every month comes around, and again, I believe I'm correct in saying $2,000, and he's not consistent with paying it and you're not getting it on time and it's causing headache or stress or you have to remind him or whatever the case may be. Sis, take that man off child support and live your best life because let's say something do happen between you and Russell. Not sure if they got a prenup or not. He don't seem like the type of dude that put her on a prenup at all. He seems super in love and he skipped that part. But even if so, um, Sierra will probably still walk away the victor if we're talking about just financially. She don't need that money from Future, and that's just that. And, uh, and, and Russell definitely made it very clear, like, we are good over here. We really can keep your money, and I really want my wife to take you off child support because we're tired of your antics. Like, that's one less reason, one less way, one less situation regarding future that we have to deal with now the only thing we have to deal with is you know you visitation and all of that but as far as your child support you can keep it because we don't need it and now as far as that you know I hope that future continues the relationship with his kid or whatever because at the end of the day if you're if you you know stepdad stepmom you know bonus mom bonus dad however y'all want to say it family um it's great that Russell is stepping up, but it's always important, at least for me, to, for a kid to know who their bio parents are, if they can, if it's possible, because you never know, you know, you need to know your family history, your heritage. It's important for you to know people on both sides of your family um, and you uh, future or baby future might need a, a blood transfusion one day or some type of transplant and they be a perfect match for each other so it is important that he knows his dad that they have a relationship but as far as that money listen Russell is exactly absolutely right 
we not about to stress out about no $2,000 every month. Like, we good over here, okay? And I think that was very noble of him because he didn't have to do that. Because most niggas, hey, listen, <laughs> listen, most niggas ain't trying to urge you to take no another nigga off child support or or money that's coming into their household at this point. Um, even if it is a little amount, any extra money, they geeked about it. So whether they getting it or not, that's less they got to do for you or less they got to do for the kid or the household. So I thought that was cool. But then my third, and I'm sure he's just going to keep amazing me at this point because, wow, Russell, what a guy. This man signs the biggest, uh, one of the biggest contracts in the NFL, currently the highest paid quarterback um with the hawks or seahawks and um is now the highest paid quarterback uh in the nfl and i think that's what prompted (laughs) the take him off child support thing but then furthermore russell just keeps doing things to show like i'm a stand-up guy all around not only with my family um and i have integrity in my career because then he turned around shortly after signing that deal and he purchased twelve thousand dollars in stock of amazon for each of his offensive linemen on the team and sent out this budding lovely note basically saying y'all protect me and help me do what I have to do which my family is appreciative of and this is how I take care of my family and it does not go unnoticed so instead of him buying what most you know quarterbacks do or people do um they will they buy like expensive gifts watches you know um cars whatever it is he was like I'm going to be fiscally responsible And I'm not going to buy you trinkets that you may get sick of or they get old or they depreciate in value. I'm going to buy you stock, something that can grow, something that your families can benefit from, something that you can be proud of and take, you know, hopefully lifelong and turn it into something. And I just thought that that was so freaking dope. I think that is amazing because people like to know that they are appreciated. And that was just an honest and and, and stand up guy way to appreciate his team. And so Sierra, girl, girl, may your days (laughs) and your life with that man and he with you be long, fruitful and prosperous. And y'all just continue to go up, up, up because Russell Wilson well, man, I, I can't say it enough. What a guy. And that's all I got on him. Um, so that being said, y'all, uh, questions, comments, concerns, um, Tiffany Tuneup, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-T-U-N-E-U-P at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any scenarios or any um, advice you want, it can be relationship, it can be life, it can be whatever. You want my opinion, my humble opinion, um, you can remain anonymous. That's Tiffany Tuneup uh, at gmail.com, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-T-U-N-E-U-P um, dot com at gmail.com. Um, y'all... As for Tiffany Two Cents on today, two things I could talk about. 
I could talk about one Wendy Williams in which I think I, I need that to be an extended. So that might be next week's episode. We'll get into what's going on with her and her soon to be ex-husband and all his infidelity and foolery. Um, but I swiftly turned from that and wanted to talk about um, the importance of affirmations and uplifting your children and yourself um, and um, continuing to remind yourself how beautiful you are, how important you are, how great you are, um, so that you can battle the negativity and the negative thoughts that you may have about yourself and the things that you may not have got as a child from your family um, that you have to struggle with now as an adult and you have to kind of undo those things that you learned, those learned behaviors as a kid, um, you know, so that you can try to be the best adult you can be and, and then also try to instill in your children maybe some of the things that you didn't get from your parents. So this came about because I was cleaning out my car, semi-cleaning it out, and I came across an old journal an old diary that I had, which is wild, y'all. My diary, wild as fuck. <laughs> y'all, I might, my next few Tiffany two cents might be like me reading passages from it, but I'm just not ready because I did not know. So this diary, it looks like it dates back to like 2000. So I was like in high school at this point. And baby, it goes all the way up until maybe uh, 2004, 2005. And yo, yo, I was out here not wild but wild and just reading some of this stuff I'm even shuddering looking at it but one thing I did notice was a recurring theme of like low self-esteem and like self-loathing and self kind of self-hatred and um yo I don't and and of course and a lot of it was a lot of um me my feelings about myself predicated upon how much attention I was getting from these boys or not getting and I'm like god damn I was a hot mess like my emotions were all over the place I mean like most teenagers but just kind of looking through and I had probably multiple journals but this particular one I just am not seeing much of anything positive um maybe a little bit here and there but again it looks like all of that was predicated upon what I was getting or what I had in the moment and not really understanding or being happy for what I what I had and who I was and appreciating the me and me. And then even the points in the diary where I started to feel a little better or started appreciating the me and me, it was because of something materialistic or something tangible. And I just was like, wow, that sucks. And I mean, this is super hard for me to share. And I'm sure, you know, my dad is something he said not even maybe thinking that it would be as damaging as it was um but you know me being older it was um I remember you know going to him when I was you know feeling away like this guy at school had called me ugly or whatever uh and come to find out obviously years later he it was one of those you know I can't really tell you I like you in front of my homeboys because I'm in a popular group and you a big girl and we not supposed to like big girls 
P.S. y'all, years later, I seen him as an adult and he was all on me. Back then, they didn't want me. Now I'm hot, they all on me. But, <laughs> but did want me, but, you know, it wasn't popular to date the big girl back in the day. It wasn't popular to be with, you know. It was a lot of chubby chasers when I was growing up where they like you in private but wouldn't tell they niggas they liked you. So, I digress. But, God called me, you know, ugly, went home. Told my dad, I was like all upset about it and shit. And he was just like, I mean, do you think you're ugly? I'm like, well, no, I don't think I'm ugly, yada, yada, yada. And then in that moment, which I did, but I just was saying it because I knew he was asking me to kind of deter me from those thoughts. But I remember him saying like, well, I don't, something about he don't have no ugly kids. Well, but then he followed it up with saying, I mean, I don't have the finest kids in the world, but y'all not ugly. And I was thinking much later on in life, like, you really just, whatever you said prior to that, like, said after I don't have the finest kids in the world, nothing else after that mattered. And then realizing that that's probably how he felt about himself. Like, the, the he was projecting his feelings about himself on me and on his children. And for you as a parent to say, you know, and you ain't ugly, but and you ain't defined it. Like you, I'm not hearing nothing but you ugly, and that's just what it is. It is your job as a as a parent, um, trying to raise children to affirm to them that they are special, they are beautiful, they are somebody. Um, because they may not know how to do that, you know. And maybe you nobody taught my dad how to do that, so therefore he didn't teach us. And you know, it, it's just it can be a cycle of things and. You know, so that's something that as an adult, I had to learn how to um, overcome on my own because I don't remember ever, even with my mom or my dad, doing affirmations or having time where we talked about, you know, being yourself or being beautiful or you are this, you are loved, you are kind, you are important. Like, I don't remember ever doing affirmations like that with my parents. And so now as an adult... I struggle with doing them. I do them, not probably as often as I should, but it's not something I grew up doing. So sometimes when I'm on social media and I'm watching all these other people, even some of my friends, when they do affirmations with their kids and I love it, you know, they say, I'm gorgeous, I'm beautiful, I am smart, I am capable. And they do this with their children every day, maybe before, you know, they get to school or in the car on the way to school or during breakfast and they put it on um, social medias for us to see and I just want to encourage y'all to you know affirm with your babies affirm with your family um, if you are don't have kids but you got nieces and nephews you don't know if the, your sister or your brother are doing these things maybe talk to them about it or when they're with you or call them you know affirm those things with them and even with your friends hell <laughs> we struggle as adults call your girlfriend and say hey I just want to affirm with you that you are capable you are beautiful I think you are smart or whatever or you know say these affirmations to yourself daily meditate on these things and Get yourself to a level in which you are not just saying them to say them, but you're saying them because you believe them, that they hold some truth to you. And that is the point of doing affirmations, to continue to remind yourself that even in your darkest moments or your darkest of days or your your moments when you're not feeling as confident or as beautiful or whatever, um, that you are, though. Even if you don't feel it right now, that you are, though, and that you'll be fine and you'll get through it. So choose your words wisely. 
try not to project your feelings about yourself onto others, onto your kids, you know, because it, it, it can have a lasting effect on them that they may never get over, never break, or it would take them damn near their whole lives too. And whew, that's, a, that's a lot. So I love you guys. Um, thanks for tuning in. As usual, I will talk to you guys next week and I hope you have a great week ahead.